Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode. (laughs) We're not going to make it. We're not gonna make it. I don't know what's going on. We're not gonna make it. Okay, let me know. Okay, let me just. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Sound Seed Podcast. Um, my name is Hiker Faith Addex. I am joined by two beautiful ladies um, who will introduce themselves and then we'll get right into the topic. Hi everyone, my name is Shelley and I am really, really excited to be here. And my name is Aramide. I will not be saying my government name, the entire name, like Faith said, but I am super excited to be on here to discuss all the fun topics. You know what, Aramide, like I've been told that I overshare sometimes and... No, I do too, um... Yeah, I mean, just, you can find my name online, like, it's it's not that hard. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, today's topic is actually an interesting one. So in the month of April, we were talking about um, evangelism and what that looks like, why we do it, and how we can go about doing it. So today's question that we actually have for you guys is, so I want to evangelize. Do I need to be an influencer to do that? Um yeah, we're just gonna get right into it. What do you guys? What do you ladies think? Like, do we need to be like a Christian influence influencer? Like, I think that's like a big thing. Everybody's on YouTube. Everybody's recording podcasts. Like, we are. Would you say we are Christian? <laughs> like, would you say we are Christian influencers? What What do you ladies think? Um, I, I don't think you. I think we first need to define what an influencer is. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've got the definition right here. And um, hmm. so an influencer is someone who has the power to affect the purchase and decision of others because of his or her authority, knowledge, position or relationship with his or her audience. And I think as, I mean, it talks about it more from a financial point of view, but we do have an influence, right? Each and every single person has an influence, whether it's in a meeting in, in the workplace, whether it's in your family, um, whether it's with your friends, you know, we have a certain level of influence. So, um, and I guess by you evangelizing, you would essentially be influencing someone. However, when you say influencer i know that there's more to it than just the regular day-to-day interaction um so from i guess looking at it from that point of view i would say you don't need to be an influencer in terms of like you don't need to have a youtube channel or a podcast or an instagram page or whichever forums people use to make money these days um i don't believe you need to you need to be on there just so that you can evangelize or that can't be the only way you can evangelize surely not yeah thank you for that Ramadi. what do you think Shelley um yeah I think I already hit the nail on the head um 
because we do all have influence um, before like you influence people that you don't even interact with like you know people watch you know we're always being watched whether we notice it or not um, and then you influence people consciously um, so in terms of looking at an influencer in that sense um, we're all influencers. In terms of looking at it in a monetary sense, I don't believe it's necessary to evangelize because evangelism is something that we're called to by God. You know, all Christians are called to evangelize. So um, it's not, okay, God said, for those of you who choose to go on Instagram and to make your coins <laughs> or to, you know, be posting, you know, the most appealing pictures, it's your job to evangelize. No, God said to all of us, go out and make disciples of all nations. It's a command for us all, which we know as the Great Commission. So in terms of being a social media influencer, I definitely don't believe you need to do that to evangelize. Yeah, I don't know. I, As someone who consumes way too much social media, um when I see the word influencer, it almost kind of rubs me the wrong way. Mm. Um, just because when I think of influencers, I think of like PR, mm. hashtag ad, um, an ulterior motive perhaps to championing a certain product or a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sometimes being the poster boy or the poster girl for Christianity can have disastrous consequences mm-hmm. um, as to how people perceive the faith. Because sometimes when people, if you claim to be a Christian influencer, for example, people will see you and see Christianity and they might take what you do as what's gospel. Mm. They might take what your lifestyle is as what's what every Christian believes. I mean, before yeah. we recorded this episode, we talked about some influencers, for example, who will say that they're Christian but then as a Christian, I'll say that's not Christ-like. Um, but other Christians will say, oh, no, it's okay. You can do whatever you want. Um, mm. And, you know, it's all well, it's all well and fine for us to, within the Christendom, quote-unquote, to have these discussions. But people in the world who are looking in are like, so is this what Christians do? Like, is this what Christians wear? Is this how Christians talk? Mm. Um, is it that Christianity doesn't isn't a religion? I know people like to say relationship over religion. Beloved, it's a relationship and a religion. Um, <laughs> so it does come with rules, okay? Um, you know, I, I think you need to have barriers. Like, there are rules to this faith, right? Yeah. Um, and if you... For example, if you lean towards religion or you lean towards relationship and you don't kind of find yourself in the middle, what you could be perpetuating might not even be Christianity, Hmm. but you'll still call yourself an influencer. And I'm like, is this the kind of thing you want to be influencing others to do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was was just going to say, like, I think the definition that you read out, something really stuck out to me. And it was the part about, a person that's able to use their his or her her authority, right? Mm-hmm. And then to to influence others. And I guess that's the mistake that we often make as Christians, where we want to use our authority rather than God's authority. When we look at mm-hmm. Jesus Christ and when he healed the blind and um the 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 person that the people that can't walk, when he did all of these things, 
a lot of times the Pharisees would say, um, with whose authority do you do these things? Mm-hmm. And his response would be something along the lines of, um, if you ask me, then you do not know the father or something like that. Or you claim to know God, but you ask me this question like you don't know whose authority it is. But basically mm-hmm. he's saying that I'm doing it through God's authority, right? And isn't that mm-hmm. what we should do as people that influence? We shouldn't influence people with our authority and our actions and let our the way we want to do this our flesh make decisions of how we want to present God but rather Mm -hmm. allowing the Holy Spirit to influence us to influence others right yeah um Mm -hmm. so then I guess the question is how do we then do that how do we then constantly daily um walk in that truth of it's not my authority but it's God's authority That's a good question, because I guess if you look on it through the lens of influences, then that means that there's an audience. Um, I mean, I believe that the Bible talks about us not spoiling our witness. And you can do this two ways, <laughs> the bad way and the good way, um, where you sin in your closet, but you have to put on a facade mm. because people are watching you, right? Mm-hmm. and so you have this pressure of like oh if I don't do right they will not be saved and if they're not saved they won't go to heaven and when I get to heaven if you get to heaven God will be like ha 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 I give you this assignment and you failed because you didn't do right um so you can have the people who you, you can do that thing where your inside relationship with God and your outside don't match mm. or you can do the right thing which is for you to bring, for you to actually cultivate a deep relationship with God inside, like one and one, and that will reflect outwards. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about like authentic Christianity and authentic expression of your faith is that mistakes are also part of the journey as well. I think when we're influencing people, we need to be able to show all sides to our faith. Um, if I'm broken and and I'm upset and I'm crying, that's something that I should be able to show because it shows the mercy of God. Like literally in every point of my weakness, every part of it can give glory to God, whether I'm upset, whether I'm praying for something and I'm not getting it the way that I want to get it, whether I'm having a glorious day, like every aspect of our lives that can give glory to God can be used for the purposes of evangelism. Um, I forgot what the question was. Yeah, the question was just how do we ensure that we we walk or we every every bit of influencing that we do is not done in our authority but the authority of God. But I think you've kind of um, answered answered that question. What do you think, Shelley? Um, I think yeah, I think we have to in everything that we do, not just you know if you're deciding to be an influencer for um you know a Christian influencer. I think we have to check our heart before we do anything while we're doing it (laughs) after we do it you have to check your heart and everything you have to make sure that god is are you in the things that i'm doing you know am i actually standing in your power or am i trying to walk in mine um you have to be very conscious um day in and day out (laughs) i think the idea of doing um Christianity, doing life with God unconsciously, (laughs) 
that's just it's it's not gonna it's not gonna work out. There's no such thing. You always have to, um, yeah, be aware of what you're doing, why you're doing it. You know, where is my heart when I'm doing this? And so, by doing that, you you will ensure that God is in this. And no, with God in this, then I can't stand here and say, I'm doing mm-hmm. this by my own authority. You know, the Holy Spirit is standing right here, actually giving me the authority. So how can I actually stand here and lie? Mm-hmm. So it's very, yeah, yeah, I think part of it is really um, checking your heart posture in everything and checking yourself, you know, yeah. in everything. Yeah. And that will, in, you know, that will help you out. I wouldn't say it in, it'll ensure that everything goes the right way, but it will help you in terms of making sure that that authority is to who it's to you, which is God. And just to um, piggyback what... Shelley said I think the fear of God is not something I think we talk about enough Mm. but it is so important come on the fear of God is 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 what can sometimes stop you in your tracks Mm. because when I think of Christian influencers and influencers aren't just limited to you know that person on Instagram who has thousands of followers an influencer is your pastor because they have an influence, a certain level of influence over the congregation, right? And influence as a teacher, because they have, you know, you know, you have all these um, up and coming rappers who in their songs say, you know, that teacher told me I could never be, I could never get mm. here. That's a certain level of influence. I mean, I don't believe some of them, um, but that is, for example, in all of our vocations, anything that you do that in, that requires you to interact with another human being that is a position where you can actually influence someone, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when you think about stories as of recent, for example, of like people in the faith um, who were once um, regarded so highly um, and we now hear of some of the stuff that they've done, um, it's so easy to be like, oh my goodness, like I never imagined it. Like, but they were so great. Like they were so amazing. And I was like, you wouldn't know when they stopped fearing God. Mm. Because if you can, for example, if you can come to the pulpit and preach Christ crucified, but go home and be living in perpetual sin, that tells me that there's a disconnect, right? Mm. And I think when we when we look at influencers, whose job it is to influence us, right? You have to you have to really understand who God is and mm-hmm. understand the fear of God and understand what it is to 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 disobey a very true God or to live a life that is hidden because, you know, anything that's hidden will always be revealed at one, one stage or another. Mm. And I think if you are someone who you feel like you have to be an influencer to actually make a change in your community, you have to come to the true understanding of what it is that you're doing. If you're going to put yourself on a world stage and say, I'm going to preach Christ and preach Christ crucified, you can't do that from a place of flesh. You can't mm. do that from a place of your own understanding. Yes. You really need to have a deep relationship with God because I'd hate to see another believer crumble mm. under the weight of having to put up a facade. Yeah. Mm. I think I think what I'm hearing us say is that we shouldn't be so quick to run to a platform to, to influence, but mm. rather ensure that 
our foundation is set and then just allow the outpouring of the work of the Holy Spirit, like mm-hmm. allow, allow the work that he's doing in us to actually just show in the things that we do naturally. So it's not about going out and building a platform and starting all of these things so that we can be seen or we, as we claim, like we want Christ to be seen, but rather what are you doing behind closed doors? Cause mm-hmm. that's what truly matters. It's not what we're doing in front of people, but rather what the, what is your character behind closed doors? And I think what you said about the fear of the Lord is so, so key. Um, it reminded me of this proverb, Proverbs 9, 10, that says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. So when we start with fear, we have wisdom and wisdom, what's wisdom? It's knowledge applied, right? Knowledge applied mm-hmm. well. We will have good good judgment because we'll be able to discern what is right. And even says knowledge of the Holy One, recognizing daily that it's the Holy One, the Holy Spirit within us that's doing the good works mm-hmm. will actually allow us to influence and influence well. And another thing that you said as well, oh, was the, the the part about... Um, you know, not not wanting, not living that life. I guess a double life of you're coming to, to in front of people and saying, "Chuckle and hide." <laughs> who's, who's that? Well, I don't. And anyway, yeah. Um, Is it Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde or the other way around? Yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. <laughs> it's like an opposite. Um, I don't know if you know. Let me not even get. So there's in in Greek. Mythology. Don't worry, you can you can educate me. There's a coin. There's a coin. I believe it's called Janus. There's a coin that has, like, obviously has two sides, and one side is something. Let's say like a smiley face, and the other side is the exact opposite of that. Mm. And as Christians, we can't. We shouldn't try to do that. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. no, because you will get exhausted. Mm. You will perhaps even stop believing in God because if you're having to switch back and forth, like you're mm-hmm. basically lukewarm. Mm. Um, and God would rather you were one side or the other and, and yeah. never in the middle. Um, even though sometimes being in the neutral position is so comfortable for a lot of people and God is looking at you like, I don't even know you, brother. Um, oh, Matthew 7, 21 to 23. That's the issue I was okay, going to bring scriptures. up. Okay, I was going to okay, bring Bible it up, scholar. you know, many, many would say, Lord, Lord. And what he, what will he say? He will say, I never knew I you. I never knew you. And we, ah, I do not want to hear those words from oh, Jesus Christ. Goodness. That's terrifying. Because I think we also need to recognize as much as we want to go out to, to preach the gospel and to evangelize. And this is something we spoke about in one of the sessions. We need to ensure that we are stood on solid ground ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. That we are living what we preach because it's not, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to win a soul for you to be lost, right? Ooh, wow. It doesn't What's make sense. What's that scripture that talks about um, can a man gain the whole world but, but lose his soul? Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's what, when we chase a platform and when we wait for a platform, that's what it can lead to, right? This idea of like, yes, all the accolades and the praise, but you can literally lose your soul in that. And the aim of this podcast is not to tell people not to pursue these things if that's what you believe God is calling you to definitely obey um mm-hmm. but God always says like like obeying him and obeying his command first is is what the scripture says is what the bible says it's not running and going to start a blog but actually living a, a life that's righteous 
living a life that's holy, living a right life that's pure, right? A life that points to his goodness mm. and allowing people to see that. Um, but I guess just, oh, go on around my day. I was just going to say, like, when, just following what you said, when you do allow God to live, like, when you allow, when you give God room, like, when you move everything aside and you really let God work through you, mm. people will naturally come to you. Yeah. Because, like, the Bible talks about how we are a light set upon a hill. No, a city set upon a hill that can't so many hidden. people... It can't be yeah. hidden. See? I need to stop <laughs> paraphrasing scripture. I need to stop paraphrasing scripture. But when you when you really are authentic in your walk, people will notice, people will come to you. It's something that mm. can happen naturally. Um, I think, you know, you, you really have to check your motives. Um, am I wanting to go straight to being an influencer because I want to get a brand deal with you version? Or whether it's mm. because I want to put hashtag ad in all of my Instagram posts about, you know, <laughs> the, the the coffee I drink during my, during my quiet time with God. Um, <laughs> you really have to check your motives. Is it because you're going into it for financial gain um, or because you believe that, you know, for example, so you might go to a different country where people don't know God and you spread the gospel there, but it's not because you actually care about the people, but it's mm. because you want to be puffed up because some parts of you feel like you need to save someone else, right? Yeah. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Okay. You really need to check yourself because there's a lot of insecurities that can that can be birthed, that you can actually see the fruit of mm. in what you are pursuing. Um, right. So, so it's really important. And like Faye said, please there is absolutely nothing wrong with being an influencer. Like I do want to see more young men and more young women who are on fire for God, who love Jesus and who are authentic about it. However, that platform is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if God has said you in this small corner, I want you to occupy it and, mm. and, and, and work in there. We should be content in that. Also the chasing of that world stage. How, how many, how many people have we seen that have like, gone into the world who were once christians thinking they could change the world and, and then the they world back changed and they, them and the world yeah mm. the world changed them and, and they worse for wear and i think it's really important that you really seek what god is saying about this and he's saying god help me along the way mm-hmm. um mm. before you become another case study that people discuss on podcasts and um to yeah to buttress that point not just um yeah not just listen to what god is saying in terms of where he's pointing you to but for those who you you know you truly heard god say yeah i need you to go and be an influencer for me i don't know if he would say it in that way but for those of you who heard god say (laughs) that um be careful to not stray for what God has called you to. God might call you to start a page and say, you will reach a thousand followers and I will stop you there. Do not try and start to get to 10K because that thousand felt sweet. When God said, I'm putting you at a thousand, he knew why. When God said, I want you to interact with a thousand, he knew why. Mm. Partial obedience is disobedience. Okay, say it again. It's not going to happen. Partial obedience is disobedience. You're not, there's no such thing. You either listen or you don't. 
don't. Mm. Um, and I think as Christians, we definitely need to, um, yeah, stop trying to cut corners or do, our, do it our own way or say, yeah. you know what? God would be okay with that. Was it a yes or was God it a no? God is looking at you like, was it a yes that? or was it a no? Like, <laughs> God's just like giving you these looks. You looking at God, he looking at you. You looking at God, he looking at you. Them ones. Them and you ones. have, ah, uh, no. So while you listen to God, make sure that you don't stray. Make sure that you listen all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not say that, you know, God can't turn a mess into a message, but do you want to actually go through that mess? Do you, mm. do you want to suffer through that? Mm. no you don't do you but, want to walk through the valley of the shadow of death where you could have just gone from a to b ah, do you uh, remember do you remember do you remember the israelites going around in circles for 40 years when they could have been there in three days do you remember that is that is true how many years you want to spend suffering true. how many but the lord said that if i take them through the three days that they will really run away in fear um but thank you shelly i think what what you said was like so key like in terms of listening to god all the way through um and I get and to be honest, you 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 answer the next question I have. So I guess Aramide, what would you say like an advice for people that may be in the place of, oh, I don't know if I should like start this blog or YouTube channel and like become a Christian influencer. Like, what would you say to to those people? I think it's important to first cultivate whatever it is that you want to show the world. Mm. I think. If you want to be a Christian influencer, you want to have a YouTube channel, you want to have a blog, you want to have a fancy Instagram page, you need to already be, the thing that you want to portray to the world about your faith, you need to be practicing that at home first. You need mm. to be strong in your belief. You need to know what you're talking about. And the thing is like, and even if you do feel like God is calling you to that, don't be discouraged because you could mm. start that channel and then realize that people are more interested in worldly things than Christian things, but you have to persist with it as well. So you have to ask yourself, if this doesn't quote unquote blow up, will I still continue? If I don't get any brand deals, would I still continue? And if your thought mindset is, well, no, because I kind of want the money too, then you have to check yourself and say, so who are you really doing this for? Mm. Is it for God or is it for financial gain? And if it's for financial gain, then have a YouTube channel for financial gain. But don't try and put it under the guise of, I'm doing this because God told me to. Um, mm, that's true, yeah. you know? It's true. Like you, can really, you, you, can really, you can really just... You can really just create some... Let's say you're passionate about candles. You can actually talk about that as a Christian too. You know, you mm-hmm. don't have to make a platform based on being a Christian, mm-hmm. but you can just create a platform and be a Christian as well. And that's fine in itself. Mm-hmm. But obviously still living a life that's true to, to the Christian person, like or the Christian. And I guess for me, like one of, from based on one of the things that you said, I was reminded of, or just even like being an influence of John 3, um, John 3, 8, that says, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear its sound, but you do not see where it comes from or where it goes. So it is mm. with everyone who is born of the spirit. Because we've, we spoke about in this in a previous podcast that the, it is the Holy Spirit that, that truly influences, right? And the Holy Spirit does what he wishes. Like he really does what he wishes. <laughs> like you can't control it. You can't force it. You can't try to like accelerate it he does what he wishes him. 
No, I mean like the process, not oh right. I wasn't okay. calling him it, it <laughs> but like the process of what he does. Like you can't do anything to speed it up. Like he will mm-hmm. do what he pleases to do, right? Exactly. Um so and I think also just to just to wrap it up, influence starts from from home. You really have friends, you really have work colleagues, you really have a mother, a father, you have sisters, you have brothers. You know, you have people around you that you can really and truly influence. If you see that your your parents are not believers, start from there. If you see that your sister does not believe, start from there. You do not need to go out and, and I don't know, try and become something big. Like what Ramade said, cultivate those things from um, in private first before you go out to the public and display them. Um, but I, we hope this podcast was useful for you ladies I definitely enjoyed recording this and I think it was necessary topic to talk about because we all have social media so we all see these things um, but if you have any questions if you like this podcast do leave us a comment or email and we will surely get back to you and thank you very much and goodbye So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.